Right on radio. Right on radio. Narrating the end of the world. The end of the world. This news just in. We are your news now. Providing the play-by-play for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right on Radio. Hey, welcome to Right On Radio. I'm so glad you are here today. I've had a lot of trouble putting together this show. I just got to be up front. I have information overload. And uh, <laughs> folks, I when you see what I am seeing, you will most likely come to the same conclusions as I am coming to. As I mentioned last week, I will be starting a new series, and that will probably be on Thursday. I'm really deciding which is the best way to present it to you. But I'm going to be giving you some definite clues and just setting it up in this particular episode. And I had mentioned on chat, because everyone's kind of wondering what the Bible is saying about uh, things that are happening in the Middle East is uh, prophecy being fulfilled. A lot of people quoting Amos and uh, and other things. Psalm 83 is being thrown out there. And uh, and I don't know, folks. <laughs> There's the truth uh, that you don't hear from many people. But I do know what the Lord has, I believe the Lord has said to me through his word. It's not a new prophetic word by any means, but if you want to know where I sit on it, I'm going to reveal that at the end of the show. And I believe it will make sense and it'll make even more sense as we get into uh, this particular series that I'm going to be launching. And and by the way, (laughs) Unless things change between today and Thursday's show, uh, I think you're going to be shocked at who I focus on on the first one. I mentioned this person's name once before, very well trusted in the Christian community. And everyone said, what, what? And I never elaborated on it. Well, it's time to elaborate on it and you'll get some clues of who that will be as we go through this uh, thing. But first, you know, I'm wondering what was the best way to set up this. And it just occurred to me, I watched the clip last night and I posted it on right on radio, but Chris Sky, who has been on the program a couple times, as you know, he did an interview with Stu Peters yesterday And it was coming out of the Reawaken tour in which I would have been there with Chris, but I think the Lord gave me some wisdom to stay away. And uh, he's going to talk about that, but he's also going to give you some of his opinions. Now, bear in mind, um, he is not a Christian man. Uh, He kind of is finding his way. Uh, I suggest we pray for him because he is a good guy. I've been to his house you know, uh, he's a good guy. I've hung out with him a couple times and he has been right. And, uh, I got a clue on to how he gets his information. He's a smart guy for sure. He's well-worded. Uh, but I know that some of the people he has surrounded himself with, and these are high, high level people. And, uh, Chris is kind of going out and being the, uh, the front man, you might say. And, uh, by the way, the people who he's surrounded, himself with actually are good people who want the best. Uh, that was my impression. But I'm going to play you this clip, and it is 17 minutes in length. And then I'm going to play a couple short clips, and I'm just going to talk to you a little bit. Um, I hope the show isn't too long. But everything I put in is put in for a reason. 
okay? And I'm going to talk about some of the hidden Christian secret societies as well. The Patriot Movement, spoiler alert, has been completely inundated and infiltrated. That includes the Christian right. Anyone that you see in the public, I don't think there's any, not one, that is good. Trust no one, folks. Be the Berean. Uh, that's, that's all I got to say. Um, anyways, let's watch this clip with Chris Sky. He says something pretty shocking in it. Uh, there's a couple things. So it gives the history of how he got into the situation with the reawakened tour, what's happening. But this will set up where this show is going for the next little while quite well. And please do remember that we uh, featured and we kind of did the Bible decode of the synagogue of Satan at the uh, in, in recent episodes. And just keep that in the back of your mind as you listen to this clip. So without further ado, uh, here is Chris Sky on the Stu Peters show yesterday. And welcome to the Stu Peters Show. Three years ago, Chris Sky predicted exactly where this COVID pandemic would go with lockdowns and masks eventually turning into mandatory vaccines, and mandatory boosters, and permanent social control. Chris's 100% correct prediction made him a pariah to the Canadian dictator Justin Trudeau. No surprise there. But the events of the past week in the Middle East have done something far more extreme. They have now turned Chris Skye into a pariah, even among those who claim to be America first. A week ago, on October 9th, Chris tweeted out this video in response to impending war in Gaza. He said what a lot of people are thinking, that however bad Hamas's atrocities are, they're not a justification for the wholesale ethnic cleansing and genocide it looks like we might be on the verge of. What's going on, everybody? We need to talk about Israel and Palestine for a second. Besides the fact that this is nothing more than a new way of creating division among society, and especially within the freedom movement, let's analyze this for a second. If you are from the freedom movement or the truther movement, and you are about human rights and the truth being proliferated, well, how can you support Israel? The same people that are supporting the Israeli invasion and takeover of Palestine are the same people that control what you see on TV, the same people that rig elections and the same people that control, censor and ban people like you and me from social media. So when your beliefs contradict themselves and you're like, I'm a freedom fighter, I believe in human rights and I believe in the truth. And then at the same time, you're like, I support Israel's invasion against Palestine, which is brought to me by the same propaganda matrix that brought me COVID and climate change and every other lie. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that hard to figure out. Now, that went, video went immensely viral on social media. It picked up about one and a half million views. And the consequences were almost immediate. Chris was supposed to speak at the Reawaken America Tour event at the Trump Hotel in Miami, Florida last week. Instead, his speech was canceled. The police were brought to escort him off the property as a trespasser, all because he spoke against the pending war in Gaza. But Chris, of course, has never been one to back down, and he's not backing down now. As a matter of fact, a few days later, he released a follow-up video explaining his views in more detail. Have a look. You guys want to know why I'm talking about the Israeli-Palestine conflict? It's not because I hate Israelis. It's not because I support Hamas. It's because I don't want war. And I know what happens next. Don't believe me? Just watch your favorite TV that you haven't been listening to for the last three years that you're now glued to for some odd reason called brainwashing that you can't acknowledge. But you're going to see some new rhetoric in the next couple of days. A country called Iran is going to start talking and saying, oh, they can't just stand by and watch what happens in Gaza to their fellow Arabs. So they're going to have to step in. And by stepping in, that means they're going to try to threaten Israel with attack. Israel would love for Iran to attack it, because then they could cry to America to go attack Iran. And all your TV stations will be telling you it's time to invade Iran. And if that happens, and there is an attack on Iran, then we're going to have a massive war. 
So rather than have World War III, because Israel wants to create greater Israel and take over what's left of Palestine and eliminate the rest of their enemies in the region using American money and American bodies and American media, well, if you support that, that's not very bright because you're talking about millions and millions of people dying. So if you support de-escalation, a two-state solution, identified borders, and the end of a military blockade, now we can save not just the millions of lives in the Gaza Strip, but we could save millions of lives around the world. So this is what this is all about. This isn't about fighting Hamas. No, this is about escalation. This is about sucking America into a fight against Iran, just like we've been sucked into spending hundreds of billions of dollars on Ukraine, just like we've spent hundreds of billions propping up all sorts of allies around the world, and in return, for exactly nothing. This is about getting America back into its role as a piggy bank for the warmongers and the killers of the world. Well, Chris Skye may not be welcome at the Reawaken America tour, but he will be enthusiastically welcomed at the Stu Peters Fall Fest in Vero Beach on October 28th, as will all of you. If you want tickets, free tickets, just go to stupeters.com slash fall dash fest to check it out. Stupeters.com slash fall dash fest and reserve a free ticket. Chris Guy joins us now. Uh, that's what this is about, escalation. 100%. And what did I say? I said that two days ago. And if you look at the headlines... From headlines from today, Iran is saying literally word for word what I just said on that video, that they can't stand by and watch other uh, Muslims suffer at the hands of Israel. And I also mentioned that Israel is trying to do this to create greater Israel. Well, in order to create greater Israel, they need to take over parts of Egypt, parts of Lebanon, parts of Syria, parts of Jordan. And wouldn't you know it, Israel just bombed Lebanon, Israel just bombed Syria. But of course, if you watch American media, these are all retaliatory strikes because the ethnic cleansing and the displacement of millions of people in Gaza and war crimes every single day aren't enough. So now because they know they got America behind them, and by the way, Joe Biden is going to prepare what they're going to call an aid package, which is going to be money and weapons. And mark my words, not only are they going to send it to Israel, they're going to use the fact that Americans will do anything for Israel and they're going to tie this package to give money to Israel and Ukraine. Remember I said that. Remember I said that Joe Biden is going to use the fact that they know that you will do anything for Israel to not only give Israel money and weapons, but they're going to do another round of aid for Ukraine. And this time it's not going to be like Ukraine. Americans aren't just going to be spending taxpayer dollars. If you draw, get drawn into this war, you're going to be fighting on the ground against Iran and Syria and possibly Russia and eventually China. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? If the United States and the European Union get into a war for Israel against Russia, Iran, China, and Syria, you're going to lose. And Israel's going to love that because Israel is not your friend. Israel does not like the United States. I just posted a video today of the current prime minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, on video when he was unaware that he was being recorded and he says unequivocally he makes fun of the fact that americans are stupid and easy to manipulate and his exact words were i don't worry about america america can be moved in the right direction <laughs> and they do it to americans every single time how many war crimes has israel been charged with in the un since 1970 answer 52 times Virtually every single year, Israel does something so atrocious and so horrific that virtually every single country of the U.N. votes to prosecute Israel for war crimes. And then what happens? The U.S. comes in with their big superpower and vetoes it. So 100 countries around the world representing billions of people can say Israel has committed war crimes. And the United States just comes in and signs off and says, no, nope, no, it's OK. Let them go. Let them do it. And Israel does not care about you, America. When I was at the Reawaking in America tour, I had to sit through a uh, I had to sit through a prayer for Israel in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you understand how ridiculous that is? Go ask the average Israeli what they think of Jesus. I don't know if you guys realize this, but Jesus was crucified and killed by the Jewish people. They don't see him as a messiah. They see him as a false prophet. It's like me saying a prayer for you, Stu, in the name of Osama bin Laden. 
Would you be would you be welcome to it? Or would you be offended? The Israelis do not care about America. The Israelis do not care about anyone. Not only do they have uh, the 52 war crimes, they have something called the Samson option. Have you heard of that? I'm sure you have, but your viewers might have not. The Samson option is where Israel has declared that they have placed nuclear weapons in virtually every country's embassy around the world. So if the USA does not go to war for Israel, or the USA doesn't stand up and protect Israel, people try to invade Israel. Israel has literally held the world hostage and said that they will detonate suitcase nukes in virtually every country around the world simultaneously, basically destroying the world with them. Imagine any other country said something like that on the world. Say, imagine China said, ha, 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 we have planted nuclear weapons in every country around the world. And if you invade us, we're going to set them off. The entire world would be against China. It would be the biggest topic in the world. But Israel does it. And not only does Israel do it, at the same time, Israel pretends like they don't even have nuclear weapons. So we have this situation where Israel is considered exceptional in the world. And they can do whatever they want. They can commit war crimes, whatever they want. They can take as many much money as they want. They can kill as many people as they want. They can take as much land as they want. And if you do not go to war for Israel, and if you do not submit to Israel, and if you do not submit and pretend that they are your superiors, now you're a racist. That is the best marketing campaign in the history of mankind. You either be my slave, do what I say, and give me unequivocal support in money, media, and warm bodies to die, or you're a racist. Okay, so that obviously these viewpoints that you're saying are in direct alignment with everything that this platform agrees with. I mean, we've been saying these things for a very long time, pointing out the obvious. We expect attacks from people like Media Matters. We expect attacks from the ADL and the Daily Beast you know, and the Rolling Stone and the New York Times and Newsweek. But I didn't see it coming that a supposed America First event like the Reawaken America tour at the Trump Hotel in Miami would have somebody whose viewpoints are in alignment with that truth banned and exiled from an event like that. So what happened? What was the explanation? Who made that decision? Well, all I can tell you is on the third day, I was told, uh, and the first day was just a pastor-only event, and I got invited to it because I was there with Pastor Felix from Saving a Child. And on the second day, I was there as part of media and a VIP guest, and I just did interview after interview. And they approached me on the second day and said, a whole bunch of our speakers uh, didn't show up, so we might want you to speak tomorrow if you don't mind. And I said, sure, I would love to speak tomorrow. And I had no intention of speaking about Israel in the first place. It was not even in the, it was not even in the back of my mind. And then when I went there on the third day, I went to the speaker's area to talk to Aaron, the stage manager. He saw me. He expected me. He ran over to me, shook my hand enthusiastically and said, I'll be right with you. Then I looked at the time and I had to do a podcast at 11. So I ran back to the media area to do my podcast for saving a child with Felix. And as soon as I finished, I had these guys come up to me that looked like Secret Service because they definitely weren't normal security guards. They clearly were ex-military. They clearly look like people that have killed a lot of people for a living, and they didn't have the normal bravado of a stupid security guard. They were very professional, but you could tell they meant business. And they came over all serious and said, sir, are you Chris Sky?" And I said, yes. So you're going to have to come with us. I go, excuse me? Come with you where? Like, you're going to have to be escorted off the property. I said, for what? They said, you're being trespassed. I go, trespassed? First of all, I have a ticket and a paid event. Second of all, I have a media pass. So how can I be trespassed? They said it's reference to a social media post. And they opened up their phone and they showed me the post for the video that you just played. That's all I know. That's exactly what they're talking about. So I said, fine. And I walked outside with them. And when I got outside, there was an army of police officers waiting there for me to try to intimidate me. And they had a picture of my social media post. So at that point, I started recording. And when I started recording, they got really upset. They tried to lie and pretend like they weren't there for me. So then I said, if you're not there for me, let me leave. And they said, absolutely not. You're being detained. So they contradicted themselves. And then when I asked why I was being detained, they told me if I didn't stop, they were going to arrest me for just causing a disturbance when I was simply trying to leave and I was already outside of the building. When I asked it to, when I asked the police officer what I did to constitute a disturbance, he said, shut up, you're a bullshit artist. So basically what they were letting me know is they didn't like what I wrote on social media. So they were going to try to intimidate me and shut me up because you have freedom of speech in America until you speak about Israel and then they're going to try to shut you up. And I don't have anything against the Israeli people, because I'll tell you right now, 
if Benjamin Netanyahu got a deal made where they said, hey, we can kill all of Iran and all of the United States, but you'll have to sacrifice five and a half million Israelis. He would take that deal in a heartbeat and he wouldn't even lose a second of sleep. So the Israelis are being used as pawns, just like the, the Palestinians are being used as cannon fodder. And the whole idea here is to draw America into a large war. I don't know how many of you need to hear this, but Israel was created in 1947 by something called the Balfour Declaration. The Balfour Declaration was written by some people called the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds have been the financiers behind virtually both sides of every major war. They are also the financiers of the British monarchy. Yes, the same British monarchy that you Americans had to fight the American Revolution for your independence for. And you think they just forgot? And you think they just let it go? And you think they just wanted you to have your freedom and make all this money? No, they took control of your country. And that's why politicians and Trump needs to stand up and say something about this because Trump is supposed to be about America first. You can't be Israel first and America first. You have to choose one or the other. And we have all these dual citizens inside the United States, dual citizen Israelis. Those people cannot be serving two masters. And we have this declaration, and nobody knows this, if you want to be a congressman, a senator, any part of the U.S. government, before you are allowed to take office, APAC, Israeli, Amer uh, Israeli Amer American Israeli Public Action Committee, the most well-funded and most powerful political lobby in all of the United States, literally makes every member of the U.S. government sign a pledge that they will put Israel's interests before the United States. This is a fact, period. So when you have this little country that's run by bankers, created by bankers, the same bankers that have put virtually every country around the world into debt, and then the same bankers that make America invade all the countries in the region that don't have a Rothschild central bank, Libya, Iraq, Syria, these are all target countries by the Rothschilds who control Israel and also control America. Why? Because if they don't have a Rothschild central bank to loan you your own money at interest, then they cannot put your country into debt and take completely control of your government, your industries, your war machine, and everything else. So if you do not go along with the Rothschild nursery program, they get America to invade your country and blow it up to the point where you need to take a loan from them to rebuild it. Wow. And that has been the formula over and over and over again. And it is not an accident that the only two countries left in the Middle East without a Rothschild central bank are Syria and Iran. And those are the ones that everybody wants the U.S. to invade next. Wow. Wow. There is a lot there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first of all, I did look into the claim that he made about the APAC, and uh, I can't say that all members of Congress have signed that pledge, but going back over 20 years, it seems that at least 300 members of Congress have signed that pledge. So that should tell you something. These people want power. There, there's none good. We're you know today is the day when Jim Jordan is supposed to become speaker uh, here on the 17th day of October, and he's put out his platform about funding Israel. Fund, fund, fund. You thought he was one of the good ones, did you? The other claim was that the uh, Israelis have this uh, bribery scheme where they have nukes inside of all the embassies. I could find nothing to validate that claim. The claim is certainly out there, uh, but I don't know if that's true. But um, I think Chris... Sky gets a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because he has been quite accurate on a lot of things. And as I say, he's got some people behind him that are uh, quite knowledgeable.
also in this clip that Chris Sky played, and it's stuff that we have discussed here on the program before, but obviously the Rothschilds, the Beltfort Declaration, the Rothschilds, you get you have to understand the power structure in this world. The Rothschilds, they pump up the monarchy. Now, I happen to be in the camp that I believe Charles will become the Antichrist. Everything lines up for me. And look, I don't know for sure, uh, but he's behind everything, folks. <laughs> if we are in end times, uh, he seems to be the guy. Don't be fooled by people saying he's going to be young, charismatic, and stuff like that. It doesn't say any of that in the Bible. When you look at what the Bible says, the characteristics, he is the first person to check every box. And, uh, you know, there's a, quite a few people who have come to the same conclusion. So it is the bankers behind every war. It is the bankers behind everything now. The bankers, and obviously that is London. But the synagogue of Satan is what is controlling London, which is the banking hub, along with obviously New York City, which is the home of the United Nations, the home of the New World Order, birthplace in America. That's kind of interesting when you think about it. Uh, we're going to talk about the military. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. But when you look at it, you've got London, then you've got the Vatican, and that's going to play big into what I'm going to be showing in this uh, next, in this series that I'm setting up right now. So I need you to pay attention. And of course, you have the war machine, which is United States. And biblically, uh, it looks like Russia, Iran, and China will get together and, uh, they're going to, you know, that will be going towards the Armageddon. Ah, but now let's just keep taking a look from 30,000 feet. And I'm just, I'm not going to play clips of stuff you already know. Um, everyone knows about Klaus Schwab now as they've put him out front. But many people don't realize or have not made the connection that it's the Council of Foreign Relations, you know, Henry Kissinger, or should I say Heinz Alfred uh, Kissinger, who was born in Nazi Germany and came to the United States. And he has tons, he even has a book called New World Order, uh, he tons of quotes about depopulation. He is a globalist of globalists and uh, even President Trump. I actually have the clip. I don't think I'm going to be playing it, but saying that Kissinger is probably one of the most uh, influential people on United States policy ever. Um, and he really respects him. But Kissinger was the one who really groomed Klaus Schwab and put Klaus Schwab in power. And of course, that was done by the approval of now King Charles, who knighted Klaus Schwab. But we've covered that for the last couple years. Now it's time to start talking about what is not so obvious. And this is the infiltration of the Christian right the right wing. Of course, it's all a mirage. As you can see with all of Congress, they're all on the same team, folks. The left-right paradigm, if you still believe in that, just like, that's why I say don't pick sides in Israel-Palestine, because if you pick sides, they win, because they want you to pick sides. And these Luciferians want to draw your energy and your emotion from that look don't ask me how it works but these demons draw from you and it has a lot to do with your will and your intent i do know that and certainly the book of job tells you about that now i'm going to play a, a minute and a half clip from a documentary that came out i think probably five six years ago now on netflix 
And uh, many of you are familiar with it called The Family. It wasn't very good, by the way. I'm not recommending it. I don't recommend Netflix at all. But this will start to set up what we are going to be seeing as we go forward. So let me just bring this up on screen. And I'm going to play this short clip for you. In my 20s, I stumbled my way in. And what I found is a secretive Christian organization called The Family that had been hiding in plain sight for over 80 years. This was a group with tentacles around the world. A humble example of leadership that the world has never seen. A breathtaking enmeshment of church and state. There were congressmen, senators, world leaders. And they say it's about faith, but there's a shared understanding that what we're really about here is power. I'd like to single out Doug Coe. Doug Coe and all of his associates. I'm grateful. Doug Coe is the longtime leader of the family. He's the most powerful man in Washington you've never heard of. He said, the more invisible you can make your organization, the more influence it will have. Jesus plus nothing. It's a powerful thing. Using the National Prayer Breakfast, they dispatch representatives to build relationships with foreign leaders. That is exactly the kind of meeting that I would want to exploit. For the family, Jesus says you must go to those who are in positions of power. God always uses imperfect vessels to do his perfect work. President Trump's an imperfect vessel. Jesus is the answer, but Jesus and Capitol Hill don't mix. Because we want our family to stay together. Did you hear the line in that trailer that the more secretive, the more hidden you are, the more influence you have? And yet they called themselves Christians. Are Christians supposed to be in a secret society? But you see, this is all about unity but it's their unity and it's the unity that will come to this world. Make no mistake. It's coming. When? I think it's around the corner. I could be wrong, but I'm just going to play one more short clip because this is from the national prayer breakfast brought to you by the family and you've got two senators here, one a Republican, um, oh man, what his the first name, uh, I'll give you the names right after the clip. Um, but these guys don't strike me as being Christian. But let's just listen to this prayer. Mr. President, if you would allow us every single week, remain standing, by the way, every single week in the Senate, we close our prayer time by standing together and praying for each other. And if you would allow Chris and I to be able to do that, we'd like to do that for you today. Thank you. Father, thank you for the way that you do provide for us. Pray that you would pour your overwhelming blessing and wisdom on the president, on the vice president, his cabinet and his team. Pray that you would energize him, that you would give him wise counsel. And in quiet moments, as he has a gap to be able to think, pray that you would guide him in the way to go as he leads our nation. Give him the insight that he needs. Give him joy in the task and use him for your kingdom's sake and for our nation and world's sake. In the name of Jesus, I ask. Heavenly Father, we pray for all who are in positions of responsibility and authority and all who seek a closer relationship with you. This morning, we especially pray for President Trump, and we ask that your wisdom, your blessing, and your peace would be upon him and his family as they serve us, and that today you would touch his heart and all who have been with us here this morning at this National Prayer Breakfast. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. So that was Republican Sen Senator uh, Lankford and Democratic Senator Chris Coons. Now, if you look into either of those men, um, 
I just, uh, by their fruit, you will know them. See how easily these people can use the name of Jesus. But it gets far worse, folks. It gets far worse. So just as Kissinger brought up Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, I'm working on the theory. Well, certainly the uh, the family has been around a lot longer. But in 1982, another very secretive Christian right organization was born. And it's filled with pastors. It's filled with politicians. It's filled with power. In fact, it's probably just as powerful as the Council for Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg groups. You see, they're all branches. And you don't hear about the Council for National Policy, but you always hear these pundits coming on from like the Heritage Foundation or guys like Charlie Kirk and his foundation, which is all umbrellas or under the umbrella of the Council for National Policy. Now, I'm just going to bring up their website here on the screen. And if you want to go to their website, uh, it is cfnp.org, councilfornationalpolicy.org. And their site is very simplistic. But let me just show you something. And obviously, you see the red, white, and the blue and the Congress building. Um, but then it goes to what we believe and they have a very simple mission statement and it sounds great. And when you hear about them, by the way, all their meetings are secretive. You can never get the roster. You can never get the agenda. Um, but they do publish things from once in a while, like they're against abortion. Um, and they pick up on things that you and I would agree on publicly. But let me just read what they say is their mission statement. It says, we believe limited government. We believe in limiting the size and scope of government to allow Americans greater freedom to reach their fullest potential. Hallelujah. Yeah. I want less government. That sounds great. Uh, let's go to the third one. We believe that this great experiment called America, a nation founded on the premise that all men are created equal, is worth defending. So right away, they're putting themselves in the pocket of the uh, military-industrial complex. They're putting it right on here in their mission statement. And of course, anyone, any patriot would say it's worth defending. Of course. But this is about money, power, and influence. And under the one that says traditional values, we believe the founding fathers created this nation based upon Judeo-Christian values that our culture flourishes when we uphold them. What are Judeo-Christian values? Well, what is a judeo Christian, because Judaism believes in a Christ, but they don't believe Jesus was the Christ. So if you say you are a Judeo-Christian, that makes me believe that you think the Messiah is still to come. It's my interpretation, and I'll just scroll down. What does the media say? Uh, a vigorous voice of influence policy and elite opinion at the margins. That's ABC News. If you want to reach the key movers and shakers of the conservative movement, the place to go is 
the Council for National Policy. <clears throat> the Council for, this is Mike Pence. The Council for National Policy is one of the oldest and most effective organizations in the history of the conservative movement. The CNP is made up of a few hundred of the most powerful conservatives in the country. CNP's influence is beyond dispute. That's CNN. Wait till you see who the other members are because there have been leaks and there have been FOIA requests that bring out all of the members. Well, not all of them, but it's a list of who's who. And I'll give you some clues. The voices that you've trusted that are on the right who are patriots, who say what you want to hear, that espouse Christian virtue. They're all in there. You know what? I have a whole other segment that I was going to do, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I will save that for another day. Sorry, I, that was useless to say, actually. <laughs> it was useless to say. Um, actually, let me finish out this part, and then I'm going to tell you what I think is going on over in Israel. But let me finish off this part with the... Uh, Patriot right being overcome with maybe, maybe some hopeful remarks from President Trump. And our country needs a savior right now, and our country has a savior. And that's not me, that's somebody much higher up than me, much higher up. We just do what we have to do. But the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ forever changed the world. It's impossible to think of the life of our own country without the influence of his example and of his teachings. Our miraculous founding, overcoming civil war, and uh, the United States ultimately becoming a truly great nation and we're going to keep it that way we're going to keep it that way we're not going to let it go we're not going to let it go but none of this could have ever happened without jesus christ and his followers and his church none of it and we have to remember that jesus christ is the ultimate source of our strength and of our hope let us thank Almighty God for our nation, for our precious freedoms, and our most of all, and I have to say this, for the gift of God's everlasting mercy and grace. We ask God to bless our nation and our people with faith and hope and love and peace. We'll do what has to be done to make america great again we are going to make america great again we are never going to forget that lesson. you know that was president trump i believe it was on easter uh giving some remarks in a church uh it's an older clip about a year ago i believe it was from 2022 and you know what those words feel good because they're true. My only question about that clip is, did they come from the heart of Donald John Trump? Or were the words written for him? It's a legitimate question, folks. Um, I know many of you don't want to doubt anything, but I don't take anything 
for granted anymore. This is uh, this is going to go really deep in the next little while, and you're going to be shocked at some of the people that are involved. And you know what? And it's amazing because if you saw the uh, series I did not too long ago called Mass Deception, some of those characters are involved in this, but they're like, you know, C and B level. We're going to get to the A level in this. So now on to the war with Israel and Palestine, and now everyone else, it looks like it's all stacking up. I've already talked about it, and many people have. Look, it's this is planned. It's obvious. You know, and the way they're, the war, war propaganda is going, it's it's incredible to me how people get sucked into this. And I, I can't even turn on the TV right now. Sometimes I just like to see what they're saying because I kind of decode it, you know. I look, okay, if they're saying this, why I want to look over here. But it's wall-to-wall propaganda, propaganda, propaganda. They don't ask any real questions. And, you know, now uh, in the last couple days, well, you know, we have the Iron Dome, but our offensive, and they've already blown the crap out of Gaza. And look, I'm not, I don't support, as I said, I'm not taking sides, but not everyone on that strip were bad people. And, you know, they'll say, but if they house them, if they let them in their houses, well, you know what? Maybe a guy came to your house with a gun and said, I'm coming in. And they didn't have a gun. I don't know. But the fact is that they gave them a very short amount of time to evacuate. And then, you know, there's reporting. I can't confirm. I'm not there. I don't know what to believe. But there were certainly some video of the escape route being bombed. Who did it? I don't know. Could have been propaganda from the Palestinian side, too. Look at us. We're being, you know, I don't know what to believe. But now the IDF is saying, well, our offensive is going to have to be slow and measured because there's this labyrinth of underground tunnels. And the terrorists are down there in the tunnels. Hold on. You have the most secure border in the world, but you ignored the tunnels that came into your country this whole time. You don't have them mapped out. You never went to check to see if there were terrorists in there. Really? By the way, Trump has been saying... Um, and any, I don't want to decode his uh, his tweets, but he's been making a lot of references to ISIS, and a lot of people say that's uh, Israeli intelligence services. You know, maybe so, maybe not. But what does the Bible say about this? Honestly. Um, and I'll post this thing on Telegram, uh, this PDF that uh, that my friend Peter sent to me. He has that Substack seventy times seven um, about Psalm eighty three. <clears throat> it's really good historically, and it says, "Listen, many people think it was fulfilled. Some people think it wasn't. You know, it's it's a well balanced argument, and the artwork is fantastic in it as well." And there are, you know, a lot of the NAR prophets. <laughs> and, and you know what? I I could I should probably I could do a show, just like a comedy show. You know, the, the there is a shaking, you know, that's what they always say. There's a shaking. But you know what these people will do? They'll do a word search, you know, Gaza in the Bible, and it'll pull up, and then they'll, you know, make that and turn it into their news and stuff like that. Like fake prophets like Julie Green. That's what she does except she doesn't even really quote the word of God as much, but where are we today, folks? Well, 
here's the only thing that makes sense to me. And I'm just going to say this. Uh, it's from Matthew 24, verse 6. Quite simply, and you will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for these things must take place, but that is not yet the end. Are we hearing of wars and rumors of wars? And of course, there's been wars and rumors of wars throughout history. But when have they ever had all the computer stuff? When have they had something that can generate the image of the beast? When have all the boxes been ticked? Except for now. And Israel, being a country again, for what, 72, 70, 75 years now. How long is a generation? Wars and rumors of wars. In fact, let me just continue. So this was uh, when his disciples came to him privately and they said, what would be the sign of the coming of your age? And Jesus said to them, see that no one misleads you for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and they will mislead many people. You know, I was tempted to play the clip today of uh, what's that? Uh, Sun uh, Young Moon. You know, the, the, unity or unified church where he actually got crowned at a multi-faith ceremony inside of the Senate of the United States of America. We're going to be talking more about him. Unity. Multi-faith multi-dimensions. By the way, I mentioned him because he claimed to be Christ. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. Is the food supply around the world being attacked now? Did you notice the 120 food processing plants in the United States alone, but it's happening all around the world. Did you notice they're burning off the farmland? Did you notice that they have a solution and they're wanting to make you allergic to meat so you'll eat their manufactured 3D printed meat, which, by the way, includes, they base it on human DNA. You don't think that's satanic? You don't think that's there? And and by the way, King Charles signed the declaration that food manufacturers don't have to put it on the labels. No. Just let them eat. Let them eat. There's been earthquakes. You, what was it, 11 earthquakes the day that uh, apparently Palestine went into Israel? But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pains. But where would it go from there? <laughs> Jesus says, real, uh, very next line. You want to know where it will go? Then they... They, who's they, will hand you over to tribulation and kill you. You will be hated by all nations because of my name. And at that time, many will fall away. Oh, no, no, not a great harvest. You will fall away. And they will betray one another and hate one another. 
And many false prophets will rise up and mislead many people. And because lawlessness is increased, is any of this stuff taking place right now? Most people's love will become cold. But the one who endures to the end is the one who will be saved. The gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. And then it talks about the abomination of desolation, which is when the Antichrist will stand in the temple. How close are we? You know, it says we don't know the day or the hour, but we uh, I think we know the season. We're going to be spending a lot of time in Matthew, and I'm probably going to read that <laughs> continuously <laughs> to you. Uh, please don't tune out. Uh, honestly, I'm... I, I, having the eternal with what I've seen and you need to see what I've seen before you can understand why I'm about to say this. But honestly, for, for you in this community who are, we're in this together. Um, once you see some of the stuff that I've seen, I, I look at this stuff a lot. Um, you'll know, I, I, I almost just want to do scripture shows you know what? And and I would lose most of you, sadly. You know that? Sadly, most of you would probably go away. But is there anything more important right now than Jesus' word and our reliance on it? He alone is faithful and true. Every man, every woman will let you down, including me. And I've probably already let many of you down in the past. But as we read in the uh, scriptures on Sunday about the transformation, I'm being transformed just like many of you are. Hey, if you can, um, go to empshield.com, get your EMP shield. You don't know when the lights will go out, folks. Use coupon code ROR. And don't forget, uh, the mushrooms, ROR.PetClub247.com. And, and by the way, I've replied, there's a couple people who recently, actually one person in comments in Rumble and one person sent me an email saying that they didn't get their order and uh, and they're having trouble contacting Pet Club. Just send me an email. I will give you the phone number. I'll give you the direct contact. Uh, it will be taken care of right away. Um, so don't worry. You can contact me at writeonjeff at gmail.com but they're very very good uh i just had an order that had some trouble at the border um but you know things are working out so look when uh, sometimes it could be a little bit of a hassle when things are really good they're worth it nothing good comes easy ror.petclub247.com and uh you want to find out a way to get 15% off on your orders, well, yeah, you can just look at the website and kind of figure it out or, uh, or send me an email. Uh, I'll let you know, or I'll have someone call you and, and let you know about it. In the meantime, folks, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. I truly do appreciate each and every one of you. And remember, to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in the community. Can't wait to do Thursday show for you. <laughs>